Uh, hello to Helen in Nina. I agree, James is a pure dote and we're very fond of him here, Helen, and I'm delighted to, to know that you enjoyed himself and Stefan on the show this morning. Time now for gardening. Alton Nesbitt joins me. Good morning to you, Alton. Good morning, friend. Great to chat to you today. Indoor plants, it's that time, isn't it? It is, and it's a, it's a lovely time to have nice plants inside the house that, that um, gives a, a lovely colour, foliage, and even flowers and scent as mm. well. So, I mean, it's, it's nice to kind of decorate, um, uh, say, if you have a patio door or even a conservatory or even even um, if you have a type of orangery or that, um, that you can have these lovely kind of, almost make the place exotic looking if you wanted to. But, um, but there's also lovely plants for either hall table or even as, as a centrepiece on the main table as well, um, or even even to have something on the windowsill, something simple that that, that would give you good colour and scent and, and flowers as well. Mm. So I like I like things that really kind of take care of themselves, that are that are easy grown. Um, and a lot of people think or indoor plants are very difficult or they're hard, hard to to um, uh, keep and that. There's a lot. Of, there's there's a good lot of plants that really kind of they're, they're easy easy to maintain and and um, they grow quite well. So things like you know the lovely uh, 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 parlour palms that you often see them in the old Victorian um, pictures and stuff like that of these lovely big palm trees. And they're they're quite easy to grow in a hallway, so that they're they're not in direct sunlight, uh, but just um, uh, let's say in a, in a large pot at at the hall door. Um, and these give a lovely kind of arching, um, lovely um, uh, foliage that kind of arches out over uh, the the side of the pot and goes up to about nearly uh, eight foot high. But quite a nice nice size uh, uh, leaf on it that makes it very exotic looking. Other things that I like as well are the umbrella plants. Uh, the Sheffalerias. These are quite easy plants to grow. Now, and they're, almost, they're actually kind of a climber, really. Uh, but they have lovely big bold foliage out of them um, and a lovely dark green green leaf. Uh, you can get a variegated one either as well if you wanted to. But um, I think the dark green leaf is, is particularly nice. And again, a, quite a vigorous plant. Almost will, will um, climb up and over a, a lar- if you have a large window. It will go up and over over the large window to make that kind of uh, exotic look as well. Other things then, um, which, which are quite nice are the the yucca gloriosus, so sort of the, the the yucca plant, um, and they're big uh, the spears, almost like big spear leaves that come out of them, and they almost form this kind of an elephant trunk um, on on the the yucca itself. So it's almost like a quite quite a, a, an elephant's trunk on it at the main stem, and then you have these lovely sword-like leaves that come up from it as well, which are particularly good. Now they're quite pointy at the tips of them, so you have to be careful uh, where you put them, mm. so you don't take take the eye out of yourself. Yes. But they are they are they are quite nice um, uh, specimen plants really to have in, in the garden. Other things um, is the dracanias, uh, the Madagascar dragon trees. And these are lovely, um, uh, thin, almost like grassy-type leaves that come out of them. And yet the lawns have like almost a purple strip in, in it, or you can get this lovely, lovely dark green or the, or the variegated as well. And the trichanias are, are, are quite an easy one to grow, similar to the yucca, but, I mean, much softer leaf on it. And it will have that kind of uh, uh, elephant's trunk on it as well. But, again, uh, only goes to about four foot high, but lovely, lovely feathery type of um, grassy leaves that come out in it. Other things then are things with much bolder foliage. Uh, you often heard of the mother-in-law's tongue uh, that has a big um, uh, broad leaf on it. Um, again, a quite a, it's almost like a succulent plant, really. Um, so it needs very little watering. Um, or even something called cast iron plants, um, the aspidistras. 
see that that's the distance that will be broadly uh, leaf on it, um, and and they're they're quite nice in the hall table as well. Again, very little maintenance or reminding of them. They really mm. kind of take care of themselves. There's water every so often when you when you see them wilting, and that that will bring them on fairly well. So Again, with a, lot, with a lot of those plants as well, it's good to kind of mist the foliage fairly regularly, just to keep them nice and supple. Very good. You you mentioned the yucca uh, plant there as as an indoor plant, but one of our listeners wondering about that would it survive outdoors uh, over winter? Yeah. yeah, there is there is outdoor yuccas as well. Um, um, you, you can get the lovely yuccas, that lovely white flower, uh, almost like a flower spike that comes out out of it, and they're they're quite easy easy to grow. Um, it's almost like a herbaceous perennial yucca, um, and they'll have those, those kind of um, there's lovely variegated yucca. Um, which would have that um, uh, kind of a spiky leaf on it with a yellow splash in the centre of it, which is particularly nice. Mm. But that again, every every five years or so, it does come out with this lovely, beautiful, almost some um, uh, 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 ivory type uh, flower mm. that comes out in it. Lovely ivory. ivory every uh, five flower. years? Every five years or so, oh. you have this lovely, lovely um, uh, flower spike that comes out in it. And it's a particularly spectacular. Now, yuccas, the outdoor ones, they're they're probably better if you're around the coast or, or um, uh, so that it doesn't get any frost on it. Mm. But if you are in the Midlands and you do have yuccas, just mulch over them, just to protect the tube or the the roots from from any any yes. severe frost, and they come up fairly well. They love being in full sun and well drained grain soil. The yucca, they're, they're quite a nice, nice plant actually to have. Very good. It listen says, I have a twin heather plant that is shedding flowers indoors. Is there anything I can do to fix this? Really, with the, the heathers, um, you, you buy them with the, the twin heather uh, with the two, two different um, flower colours on them. Um, and once the flower starts to fade, you, you just trim it. You give it a shave, really. You trim off the flower head, um, and that's what will promote it to bring on new growth again. Um, and that will flower then again next year for them. So really, I always tend to do with the heathers, because heathers are, are relatively easy to grow, and, and even if it's an indoor one, you can actually transplant that out, um, uh, and that, that will, will, will grow quite happily in your garden and almost form a kind of a carpet of double flowers um, in the, either springtime or midsummer, depending on the variety. There's then the Erica carnias, which are kind of the, the winter flowering ones, or then the Debesias, which, are, which tend to be the, the more summer summer flowering um, heathers. Uh, Una was on to us and she's wondering about a large plant that might be suitable for a bathroom, Ulton. Yeah, I love uh, things now for bathrooms because the mist uh, of that uh, is the uh, uh, umbrella tree is particularly good. Uh, the Sheffalaria, and the Sheffalarias um, will grow quite tall um, just in the corner of, of a, a, a shower between the, the window and uh, the shower, uh, it will grow quite well because it likes, it likes that kind of a, a mist on, on the foliage of it and it grows quite, quite easily. Um, again, it's quite a hardy plant. So the Sheffalaria uh, or even a Dracania or, or even um, uh, the, the um, Yucca Gloriosa, which, which would be quite nice as well. But I, I think the Sheffaliers are probably the nicest things and the easiest thing to grow. A lot of people are trying, trying to grow the, the fig trees. Uh, and the figs are, are, you have the lovely weeping fig or the climbing fig. Um, and the, the, there's a uh, Ficus benjamanii, which is the weeping fig. Um, it tends to lose the lower leaves if it, there's kind of a draft or anything like that. Um, so they tend, tend to be better grown in, in where the sitting room is, where it's nice mm. and warm and cosy. Yeah. Um, while the, while the, the um, chef or, or, or the umbrella 
plant can be in, in, in where the, the bathroom is because they, they like the mist and not as, not as warm. Right. A listener has a cone-shaped coniferous uh, tree that's wilting and starting to die. Is there anything I can do, says this listener? Yeah, which a lot of the, um, especially the two-year emeralds, these cone-shaped ones, but they're almost like pyramids. Um, and you'd often find them as uh, every fifth one that tends to fade on them, and so and they get a they get a kind of rusty needles uh, on it, uh, almost like a dial back on it. So really, what you have to do is give it an, an, an Epsom salt, uh, like a magnesium salt feed at the base of the carnivore. This actually gives it more disease resistance to any uh, fungal attack or any any rust that may be attacking the the needles of the conifer, especially the two-year emeralds that tend to get it uh, a lot. So use a thing called Epsom salts or magnesium salts, just a fistful of that at the base of the, the conifer. That will revive it and bring it back back to life again. And then remove any dead diebacks on, on the conifer. So tidy it up a bit. Remove any of the dead needles as well. So that allows more light and air into the centre of the conifer. So to promote more growth from the centre as well. So again, a feed of the, the Epsom salts and magnesium salts is the best thing for conifers. All right, Alton, happy gardening to you and thank you so much indeed for your time uh, today. That is uh, Alton Nisbet, uh, our horticulturalist, uh, answering your queries today, 1800-938-007. We're still getting lots of memories in about JFK. Uh, one list is saying, I was six years old when JFK was assassinated. We had a three-storey house. I was sitting at the top of the first flight of stairs. My father was in the bedroom. My sister came to the bottom of the stairs and shouted up that JFK had been killed. My next-door neighbour had a TV. I remember a crowd of us watching the funeral there. We got our first TV that Christmas. It was a Bush TV. I remember them well. Uh, Everyone at the time um, at home eat cured bacon laced with salt. No wonder deaths due to heart attacks were so common uh, back then. That's it uh, for me. Emma produced Stanley looked after our content today. Stephen's on the way with the Time Tunnel. He'll also play Match 3 and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Look after yourselves, won't you? Bye-bye. Tip today with Fran Curry With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie.